release the celestial host of Jesus Christ. No believer worships the celestial realm. We worship the creator of the cosmos. Foundational Cosmic Reality 101. Amen. But once you're up there, it's high praise. Worship God. I want to release a fresh manifestation of the cosmic river of life upon all your lives tonight. Receive the latter rain. Take a minute to wash your flesh, your soul, and your spirit. Everyone's spirit needs to be constantly washed. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord Jesus of hosts. Cosmic Christ. You know, the whole book of Colossians is dedicated to celestial Jesus Christ, the Messiah. That's why the prophets are saying, read that book. And then be there. We need Paul's baby bottle before you get Enoch's strong meat. You really do. Shaba. Don Redro. Powerful day. A day of promises. A day of power. A day of the Holy Spirit on earth? No. In heaven. The Holy Spirit is on earth with the blood and the water, and the Holy Spirit's with the Word and the Father in the mid-heavens. 1 John 5, it is written. So this is not Holy Spirit from below. This is Holy Spirit from above. And Holy Spirit above is serious. Holy Spirit below is basically a manifestation of nursery. The Bible actually says incubator or brooding mother hen over eggs. And eggs are very expensive, aren't they? Why? Because it's born-again believers in the terrestrial realm. Now the Holy Spirit is down in the terrestrial realm, brooding over terrestrial egg Christians, which, if you believe the Bible, is you. 
And he wants to brood over you with heat and light and fire of his cosmic manifestations so you know him much, much more higher in realms where he is a different manifestation of the same person. Now, what's the verse for that? Jesus is with the Galileans for three and a half years, but in his resurrection form, they recognized him not because he was in a higher form, which tells me through wisdom and revelation and intimate knowledge of God that to know him today, you must be higher. You must go higher to recognize him today than when you recognized him at first. Now that's written in Song of Songs as well. We have a form of God in our own image down below in the terrestrial. That's what it says. But then he goes away, but he doesn't. He goes away so that the woman, the Shunammite, she doesn't know who God is, where God is, what God is, or what he even looks like if you read Song of Songs. She forgets what he looks like until she discovers him within, it is written. Which means your salvation experience is progressive in the continuous changing of the forms and expressions of the Holy Ghost at birth into maturity, where you have your own celebration in the Son as an overcomer of the world cosmos. Which means every step of the way you've shed your control systems of how you knew him before so that he can reveal himself in a much brighter way. A much greater glory, a much more mature glory, a much greater wisdom. He does not want you in nursery, in eggshells, your whole Christian lives. Oftentimes, in our ignorance, we fight the Holy Spirit and the prophets of the Holy Spirit who are trying to hatch the shells of our infancy in Christ. You notice that? You do it all the time. And divine love is hatching you into a greater manifestation, which means letting go of the old and bringing forth the new in you, which is Jesus Christ and him crucified to death. What to death? Your old spirit. Yeah. Behold, I make all things new. The Bible says making new, which is a constant, continual act of the Holy Ghost. Not once, not twice, not three times, not catorce, nor even cinco. Constantly made new Holy Ghost in you. Now, will you let him follow through? Will you allow the Lord Jesus Christ to mature his deposit of his God's sperm seed, the Word of God, to come into the maturity of his Shekinah by the removal of the shells that he grows up in? What are these shells? Your spirit every day. What are these shells? Your soul every day. What are these shells? Your shells. It's your flesh. 
every day. And it's not just flesh. It's every layer of your soul. Every layer of your feelings and emotions get peeled off, get circumcised off. What is the heart of Romans 2? The circumcision to become a true Jew. That's what the Bible says. What is it? What is it? It is a constant peeling off of the old of your spirit. I don't care if you have tongues, gifts of the spirit. None of that has anything to do with metamorphosis. Zero. Nothing. That's to build people up. What I am talking about is the development of the new creature, which will be some gifts as well. You'll get all the gifts if you can listen to what I'm saying today. They'll all be in operation in you, like seven torches blazing. Amen. You'll come into rainbow promised land of the archangels and their abilities will be yours. And you will have archangel ability as a separate entity from the archangels, but like the angels, Luke 20, they are the children of the resurrection that are angel. What kind of angel? Archangel-like. Since we know the Bible says you are greater than the angels and you will even judge the angels, good, bad, and ugly angels. We want to judge the bad and ugly angels tonight, don't we? The good angels, they get judged later on by how much they help the saints conquer the ugly angels. Truth anyhow. So there is a judgment towards the wicked. There is a judgment towards the sorcerers of Babylon the Great. Now if you study out what sorcery means, it means to block from the kingdom realm. That means even if you're Enoch himself in these days, you could still live in abject poverty. That's what the definition of sorcery is. I'm not saying he does. Enoch is Metatron. He's extremely wealthy. (laughs) He can do practically anything God can do according to God's will. But the truth is, the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great is the blockage of even what the archangels can do. Sorcery, not just regular sorcery, not Babylonian sorcery. Babylon the Great, which Apostle John says is potent sorcery. Apostle means special messenger. Okay? Which means a a special message, a teaching and interpretation of the will and word of God. And let it strike you like lightning in Jesus' name. I love lightning. Why? Sons of thunder, sons of lightning. And if you don't like lightning, you're a child of the devil. Be burnt up right now by commandment. Amen. You need a baptism of glory. Lightning. Amen. Let it burn the frogs out of you. Let it burn the false prophet out of you. Let it burn Satan out of you. Selfishness, sin, sickness, disease. I saw Satan fall like lightning. Now, one time, no, continuous, until there's no more evil seed of Cain's bloodline in the world. In the heavens and in the earth. All of it incinerated through cosmic righteous judgment when we begin to act like the angels who are the workers at the end of the age. Notice the Bible says 
angels only are workers, which means anybody working in human form is illegitimate and a liar. Right? At Jesus Christ, red letters now? At the end of the age, Jesus, red letters, the only workers are angels. That's written in the Bible now. Okay, we believe that. We believe the Bible. We believe Jesus. Angels are the only workers at the end of the age. New creature in Christ is angelic, angel-like sons of God, which means the greatest workers will be the most mature ones who are no longer human in spirit nor soul. Maybe body. Maybe their body is angelic and you just can't see it because you're blind. Maybe that's why they don't get sick and don't really have physical problems ever. Right? Truth, anyhow, it's available by faith right now. It can open up. Whatever you believe for, God can do. All things are possible for those who believe. Which means if you don't believe that, can't happen for you. Sometimes someone else with greater faith come around and activate it in your unbelief. Doesn't mean you'll maintain it, but you just get a rush of heaven's gush. But it ain't your rush, because it's not your open heavens. God wants to build you up to be in the heavens. God wants to teach you how to maintain crystal clear, sparkling blood, water, and Holy Spirit in the earth. Because you need your earthly body. That's your temple. Amen? On earth as it is in heaven. You want that. No one ever harmed their body, it was written, which is sin, except everyone harms their body because everyone sins. So what does that actually mean? It means that we're ignorant. That's what it means. It means we don't mean to, but we don't know how. And then we hear how there's no activation because it requires wisdom and angelic ability because the workers are angels. Because what God planted in us is the angel of the Lord, Messiah, Jesus Christ, Rabbi, Yeshua HaMashiach. And he's a rabbi of all rabbis, teacher of teachers. And he's coming through us in all of his own interpretation of the Bible. And what is arch enemy is individual, even denominational, even family cults interpretation of scripture against Messiah. Now we all got a little bit of that in us. We have ideas, opinions. We got all kinds of interpretations. The issue is, are you willing to put it on an altar of fire, let it burn for Jesus to be your rabbi? Now the Messiah came and what did they call him? Every single time, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John has written over 500 times, rabbi, rabbi, rabbi. 500 times, Rabbi, Rabbi Jesus, Rabbi Jesus, you know that's what they called him? Even the Pharisees called Jesus Rabbi Jesus. Now that's kind of wild, but it's the truth anyhow. <laughs> I know you are a teacher sent from God, Nicodemus. You think you said teacher? What is teacher in Hebrew? Nicodemus says, I know you are a rabbi, right? John 3, it is written, I know you are a rabbi, which what does that mean? That you have the teachings of God. That you have the true word of God. That's Nicodemus' testimony. Is it yours? Do you understand that the rabbi who created the heavens and the earth is teaching you the Bible? And as you're taught and transformed by rabbinical teaching, which means the law, not just do's and don'ts, that's all Greek nonsense, that's demons. Not do's and don'ts. It's all understandings and wisdoms, isn't it? 
Rabbinical teaching is not in do's and don'ts. Not real rabbinical teaching. The false stuff is in controlling people through manipulation and sorcery when you're serving the fallen angels and worshiping the stars and the celestial bodies, which they all do, which is the serving of the fallen angels using all religions, including Christian mafia, <laughs> Christian iniquity, and all the stuff's done in the Christianity that's in the earthly that has nothing of God in mind. It's just all selfishness. Which is quite a lot of it, if we're honest with ourselves. Quite a lot. A lot that's down here is just man. It's just woman. It's just flesh. But God is still teaching in heaven. Right? Give them their daily bread. Do you believe God answered Matthew 6 when Jesus prayed to his Father in heaven that you would give my disciples daily teaching, which is bread? You better believe God is answering Jesus' prayers. Which means there is teaching daily that will make you more heavenly than yesterday. Now that's good news. Hallelujah. <laughs> Job 25.3 says, Is there any number to his vast celestial armies? And so the vast celestial armies of Job 25.3 are bringing you food right now. You know what sin is? A byproduct of malnourishment of not eating the heavenly word. You know what's wrong with Christianity? I'm so glad you asked. They're eating terrestrial food pretending to be heavenly. Simple as that. They're eating bread. Oftentimes, the warfare is so intense because I'm coming out of gladiator training. That's what the prophet told me. He says, you're coming out of gladiator school. That's what it's called. Gladiator school, where you just fight to the death constantly. That's all I've ever known for 17 years with this Davidic apostolic calling on my life. It's just gladiator school, isn't it? Isn't that how it is every season for 17 years? It's gladiator school. He says, now you're going into rabbinical school. From gladiator to rabbi. No, it's a strange thing, but David did the same thing. <laughs> and so, all of the wrestling, all of the hand-to-hand -hand combat with false brethren, witches, warlocks of Christianity and every religion, all the fallen angels, principalities, thrown to me, spirits, wicked, not play. All of it getting killed in the gladiator school. Amen? Have you seen the gladiator? Nobody lives except who's victorious. And who's victorious? Christ. You know, if you read the Bible, nobody ever won a battle except Jesus in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. He's the only one that ever won a single battle. But many men and women were yoked to him and they won. Gideon won. Deborah won. Amen? Moses, in many ways, look at Egypt. He completely kicked their butts. Nobody has ever destroyed a nation more intensely than what Moses did to Egypt. Now you need to read about that. Because that's what God wants you to do to all spiritual and physical enemies. Truth anyhow. He doesn't want you to tolerate demons in anyone around you. First and foremost, you've got to consecrate your body to be a demon-free zone. How? How do we get demon-free? By obedience to the heavenly word. Men ate the bread of angels. If you eat it and obey it, you're with angels with zero demons. Guaranteed. The reason why 
Christians are Kirstens instead of actually Christ ones is because they're eating wrong food and then they blame their leaders because what happens is they're hearing something with snakes in their ears in their hearts and Leviathan word twisters out there and they have their own interpretation of prophecy and the word of God and the apostolic preaching and the apostolic teaching which is very common if you read any prophet and apostle king judge priest from Genesis Revelation they were misunderstood so you can say it comes with the territory but you said that God sees the heart which is the intention inside the word which means if you don't have the juicy blood and water working inside you you ain't interpreting it in the temple correctly because it's like going into the dry place and snakes are teaching you what the prophets are telling you right truth anyhow when moses brought the word from the mountain the people down below heard something completely wrong they heard it as we're gonna die right they said we're gonna die they heard completely the opposite of the invitation to live forever by going up the mountain the Bible says Moses brought them the word of God from heaven and then when it came down into the earth the people said this word sent from heaven is sent to kill us when it was an invitation to heal us instead of kill us what that is is Satan in you you need to understand that that's the devil that has yet to be circumcised out of your hearts and your ears right yes brother brandon yes that is right yes thank you it is right the reason why there's misunderstanding and a lack of understanding the celestial word the heavenly teaching the heavenly preaching is because there's a lack of circumcision a lack of hatching and peeling off the old if you cling to the old you will always hear through the filter of the devil you need to know that now that's why a lot of you have your ears stopped up is because your filter of hearing the heavenly message that comes down from the father perfect there's no darkness in it at all if you eat it you go straight up into the sun bridegroom's chambers psalms 19. you just go straight up through the moon into the stars guaranteed the path of enoch opens up there's the door of enoch you're literally with your eyeballs of your spirit soul and flesh looking at a door of shekinah light and that you have the seer anointing because you're all seers revelation 3 says if you purchase isaf which means a sacrifice of the seeing of the planks and the specks in your eyes which means unrighteous judges unrighteousness which is the holding on to the old and the not letting go for the new ability to see as God sees. For when you see as God sees, you see through Ophanim angel eyes 100% of the time. Which means every real seer in the heavenly cosmic sphere sees accurately because they're seeing what God the Father's seeing. Not individually, they be corporately. Just say it corporately. Yes, unity in the heavenlies because God is one. Here, O Israel. Which means here, people in the terrestrial realm, the spirit and the bride say, come and drink. The unity that's in the heavenly realm. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit 
are one. Which means Heavenly Jerusalem's one. The only separation is because you have a lack of peeling off in the earthly. Which means your heavenly is currently like your earthly. On earth as it is in heaven. Right? Truth anyhow. Which means if you change your behavior, if you stop being lazy, if you stop lying, exaggerating, sinning, transgressing, lusting, being prideful, if you disagree with your demons and your evil spirits and your false fathers and you let God father you, all that is in disagreement with God burns off of you as you rise by eating the word of the Father. That's all you got to do, as simple as that. And then we have all these but, 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 my situation complicated. It's all confusion. It's all witchcraft. Eat. And as you eat, prodigal sons and daughters, all of you, you go up in the Father's house. Now you have to learn faithfulness because you're in the Father's house, eating the Father's house. Right? That's what the Bible says. Before you were outside, foreigners to the promises of Israel, to the promises of Isaac, to the promises of Abraham. Now you've been brought near by His Holy Spirit through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Amen. So as you're drawn near to God, He's drawn near to you, you begin to eat with Him face to face on the inside called fellowship. Amen. It's called union with Jesus, the bridegroom, in you, Christ. Now realizing the fire that's burning off the old, burning off the spirit, making your spirit shine ever brighter to the full dawn of day, which is the accurate measurement of God's own stature in heaven. Amen? The accurate measurement of God that makes God, God full spiritual stature, by constantly transfiguring your spirit, by denying your spirit, and obeying His spirit. Truth, anyhow. We're at a place where a lot of people aren't seeing accurately in their spirit. Their spirit is working iniquity. So, just like Moses, we're going to throw the cross into the believer's spirit and crucify your spirits with Christ. Your spirit has all kinds of ability. When you're born again, you can be like anything. When you're born again, you have the ability to be like any spirit in the garden. It's true. It's a new start. It's a fresh start. But there's all kinds of warnings in the Bible. Like, don't turn back. Like, keep your hand on the plow. Like, remember Lot's wife. Which means there's a lot of people failing in a partial exodus. Many of those who started out with me are no longer walking with me. John 6.66 Because they choose an inheritance from the fallen angels after their spirit is regenerated. Now that sounds crazy, but the majority do it. The vast majority choose an inheritance from the world thinking that's their inheritance in Jesus Christ. Now I have favor. No, now you have temptations. You have temptations and they'll seize you. Notice, until you're fully yoked to the Word of God, you're kicking against the pricks. Amen? 
until the word of God alone is the inheritance in your hearts. And as a royal priesthood, God is your righteous reward. You will look for rewards in the realm of the natural, in relationships. Relationship addiction is one of the worst, most blood-sucking things down here. Jesus spoke against family idolatry constantly and offended them every day. But in American Christianity, it's okay to have idols in your family. Now, I'm not saying be mean to your family. Anger does not bring about the righteousness that God desires. James 1 says, James 1, was that verse 20 or something? So, you have to have the same attitude in you that's also in Christ Jesus right now. You understand? Like, what's Jesus feeling right now? Ecstasy. I feel his joy. I feel his smile. There was laughter bubbling out of my belly talking with him today. There are realms of union and fellowship with God. God. Yad, hey, vav, hey. God, creator of heaven and earth. Jesus Christ is his name. There are levels of union and fellowship with the only God where his, your very emotions and feelings inside your bodies. And the only reason right now why that isn't the case is because you're still in there trying to use the fig tree to fix yourselves. <laughs> you realize that? The temptation is only fig tree. There's no other temptation. The whole kingdom of hell, all seven mountains of all fallen angels, all rebellious sinful flesh, and all evil spirits and demons are all inside the fig tree. That's what the Bible says, and that's the rabbinical teaching of Rabbi Jesus, the Messiah. So it ain't complicated, guys. It is simple as simple gets. You complicate it because you still like stuff that's in the fig tree. And you use the New Testament to try to say it's okay to have figs in your life. Fig leaves on your covering, on your clothing. Fig branches as your ministry. Mm -hmm. Fig roots in your spirit, which is iniquity. And so, so much of the fig tree is interwoven with our Christianity that God is going to burn the whole thing and see what's Him and see what's not. You realize that's what's coming? Which means you're going to have to love fire. If you don't, you're going to squirm and say, You're destroying my Christianity. No, your Christianity is full of mixture. Be refined in fire seven times into pure celestial kingdom gold. Walk on streets of gold with all your soul. Not just theoretically, not just in your visions and dreams, but literally in the heavens. And then have the evidence of it of dominion over sinners and flesh and demons and evil spirits in the terrestrial realm to prove that you're actually walking correctly in the celestial realm and the terrestrial realm. Amen. So it's not make-believe, fake, phony, Jezebel Christianity of the false prophet of just my imagination with Christianity mixed with iniquity, which is the forfeit of your spirit's ability not growing in the cross of his blood after you're born again. 
The Bible says in Galatians 3, 1 through 3, you can't even practice bewitchment or iniquity until you're born again of the Spirit and the water. Now that's what the Bible says. That's a horrifying thing. And then Jude says you can become twice dead, which means born again and then die a second death, worse than the first death before you were born again. So that's what iniquity does when the cross of his blood is not mixed, crucifying your spiritual ability, your angel ability of the workers of the end of the age that are all angels, which mean new creatures in Christ. So we have everyone down here, everyone down here, working iniquity, which is spiritual works, charismatic works, Pentecostal works, but it's not celestial. In fact, almost all of them are the enemies of righteousness. You notice that? How can it be? How can a charismatic people fight the law of the luminaries or Torah of Jesus Christ named stars? The named stars of Genesis 1. Before there was the Levitical rules, I'm not talking about Moses' rules. I'm talking about the names of the laws of the heavens that God created the fourth day. He named them. That's what the Bible says, Genesis 1. He named the stars and their angels. So that can't change, can it? Except Enoch says a lot of the stars refuse to appear at their appointed time, which means you're dealing with a lot of disobedience amongst the angels. Oh, buddy. That's what we need to teach on, expose all the works of the devil around us to overcome it. Not to beat you up, to beat the devil up that's beating you up already. Amen? Come on now. He has given you a scepter of righteousness, the word of God, as fire to make your whole body hollowed out for the spirit of God. If you are not using the word to hollow your body for the spirit's indwelling, you are using it as a witch and not a Christian, which is what they were doing in the days of Jesus' first coming. They had all the Torah memorized, as every single rabbi in Israel, and they used it all for themselves instead of God, who was appearing in their midst greater than Moses. Can you imagine a people reading the New Testament and opposing the sons of God greater than Paul, Peter, and John? Greater, but more hated, more rejected, more misunderstood. Not by human judgment, God the Father's Sanhedrin called Heavenly Jerusalem written on our foreheads if you're actually overcomers. So there's a judgment seat of Christ judging the greatness of faith or the lack thereof. Right? Right. Yes. Yes, that is true. That's written in the word. Thank you. Amen. Judging accurately from God's throne against the false, inaccurate judgments of men and women who are lost. <laughs> Amen? Completely lost, just like they were in the first coming. So lost that they opposed the very inspiration of Moses. It was Jesus that appeared on Sinai that gave him Torah. Okay? Creator. Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey, Elohim. That's his name, Genesis 1. It is written. His name is 
Yad, hey, vav, hey, Elohim. Elohim means creator. And Yahweh means God. And you know it's Jesus Christ because your new covenant, which gives you an advantage so great into the mysteries and the secrets of the new covenant, we want you to go into these realms and discover endless treasures so that you can be rich in the glory, rich in Shekinah, rich in manifestations of the blood and water and spirit of Jesus in your bellies. Now, if you're not doing it in your belly and you're not God inside minded, nothing I say to you is going to help you. You'll always be poor. Always be terrestrial. You always have the poor with you. You always have the terrestrial with you. The rich are always celestial. It's your upper class. The poor are always terrestrial. That's your lower class. Dogs and sorcerers. It is written. Okay, if you want to go up and be celestial upper class, there's protocol. It's called obeying the word with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You cannot rise except by agreement with the Holy Spirit of truth. Right? How can two walk together unless they be in agreement? You know what I found? People are in agreement with a lot of other spirits. They might be in the agreement with the spirit of a prophet. They're in agreement with their interpretation of the final quest series. They're in agreement with Anna Roundtree's Heaven Awaits the Bride. Now, I'm not saying anything that's bad. It's good. But you just want to make sure that you're in agreement with the great Holy Ghost. And any other spirit you're in agreement with is a demon marriage that you're fornicating and spilling your eggs and sperm creating evil spirits in a false world of ever-increasing scales. This is why ever-hearing, never-understanding, ever-seeing, never-perceiving, otherwise you'd repent and come into the saving knowledge of truth. What is that? Yielding to the Holy Ghost. Nobody walks with Jesus in this world unless they are constantly, continuously, lovingly, desiringly yielded to the Holy Spirit of God. And none other. There can be no other God besides Him. First commandment. Amen? You say that stuff and I obey all that stuff. No, you don't. No, in this earth, you are tempted by hundreds of thousands of other spirits. This is why all of you have yet to overcome the world. What's world? Planetary systems of fallen angels, principalities. The reason why there's no overcomers actually yet is because you're still married to the world. Now, you can say you're a consecrated holy lord. God's looking for the angel-like workers, the children of the resurrection, who have archangel ability. Where is your archangel ability to back it up? Where is your dominion over planetary systems and spheres of government? Where is your dominion over everything, especially demons, evil spirits, sin, sickness, disease? Where is the dominion? Where is the fruit? Amen. We have a lot of talkers. Amen. We need walkers. Don't point at me. I'm walking in this. We're leading this thing. 
I'm pointing at you to walk in this. You need to walk in the heavenly celestial calling. You need to walk upwards, upright, with clean hands, pure hearts, up the Holy Spirit's mountain, and please the Spirit of Truth. Amen. The only thing that has ever helped the true apostolic is the obedience to the Holy Ghost. Not just once, like, oh, I did it. You know, check the box. That's just a hard heart. Constantly. Until there ain't anything else in you and you're hollowed to the Lord. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. We consecrate our bodies to be the temples of the Holy Spirit. Which means if you look inside that body under that skin, you can't find anything in there except Shekinah. Shekinah, light. And that light magnifies other Shekinah. It's called mixed wine of the fellowship of the Lamb. So if there's Shekinah, light in you by the word of God that gives light, and there's obedience in you by obeying the spirit of truth into all truth, greater truth, higher truth, that means light will magnify light as it's written in his light. We see light and he is the father of lights and we are the children of light. Scripture, 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 scripture. Amen. So when you look in the light and feel the light, see the light, hear the word of Shekinah light. There's always a magnification of the word and the light. If there is not the Shekinah, there is no fellowship. That person is in darkness and not light. Why? Because when you are obedient to the spirit of truth, when you've obeyed God, guaranteed the result is always a greater light emanating from your hearts. Out of your hearts will pour rivers of light. It is written. That's exactly what the Holy Ghost is. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is light. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is the light. The Holy Spirit is the Shekinah. Now in the earth, it's, it's capped. You can only go so far in the earthly church age, building caps, bronze heavens. We think it's open heavens. It's capped. Your standards are too low, says the Lord. An open heavens goes up seven heavens and sees God inside and outside with fruit 100% of the time. Holy Ghost, Shanduri Bukudre, Siriare, Kundri Maurandori Boscariski. Tandori Bukundriska Rashko, Vrukun Dariska Dunde Burru, Rika Ruko Risi Harakoshka, Remakanda Zundere Rukoska. Release. In the name of Jesus Christ, every time there is obedience to what the Spirit says, not your spirits, not what your spirit says, but what God's Spirit says. That's the heavenly bread. Which means if you ain't going up, and if you ain't listening upward, and it's terrestrial, you're not being fed by God, you're being fed by demons. You're being fed the fig tree by angels of light. That's why they go from bad to worse. That's why you have people around 2, 5, 10 years, and they still have no fruit. Which means no emanations or magnifications of Shekinah. 
Why? The development of the word of God in their spirit is stunted from the fig tree. Do you understand that's what you clothed yourselves with? I want you to understand clearly so you're not in the blame game. Or it's always someone else. It's always the other person. I've been obedient. I've done everything. You are a deceived liar. You are an antichrist. You chose that fruit, that tree. The ignorance is sin. That's why the scapegoat was slaughtered every year for what the Bible says, the ignorance of the people, which was the sin of the people. Ignorance is sin. Sin. It's You can't say, I didn't know. That's what sin is, is not knowing. That's why you need rabbis teaching you so you're knowing and glowing. My people die for lack of knowing. It is written, knowing him. Who is he? The word of God. The heavenly word. The word ain't on earth. The Bible's on earth, but that's not called the word. Dead scrolls in John's day, 1 John chapter 5, 7 through 9. If you read the Bible, Apostle John, chief apostle of the Lamb, there's no word on earth, which means you're not listening to God unless you're listening to the word in heaven, ever. And that's why you can't obey him. You're trying to obey something in the earthly instead of the heavenly. Make your obedience heavenly and you'll always shine in ever-increasing glory. Do you realize the upward calling has always been the resurrection? Always! That never changes. What happens is people repent, which means return to the high place, and actually obey what is written. They go up into the heavenly strata and begin hearing the word how angels what if yeah one third will be devils you're promised that so get over the fear you'll probably be deceived a lot but you'll have the blood to wash you can always know yourself by the fruit if you're listening to demons or devils or holy angels and you will weed it out for he's making you gardeners you will be deceived You're already deceived. I don't know what you're afraid of, getting more deceived. That'll probably happen if you don't boldly approach the throne of grace. You'll go from bad to worse out of fear. You make fear in the fig leaves you're covering. You gotta face this stuff and be bold as lions to practice righteousness. It is written. Which is correct interpretation of the New Testament. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine a people that interpret the New Testament terrestrially? What does the Bible call that realm? The realm of the poor. So they interpret New Torah poorly. Is that not the exact definition of the earthly Christianity in our day? Truth anyhow. Now, if you interpret it heavenly, where the word actually is, you interpret it richly. God is not withholding from you like you withhold from him. God has given you everything, but you have to obey it according to what is written, which means you have to go up by the spirit and the blood and the water to begin eating 
and manifesting the heavenly word. In those realms, there's no cap to finances, right? That's where the billionaires are, are right now. You can feel that demon in here. That's where the millionaires are. Where are the millionaires? They're above you, aren't they? Oh, if the flesh don't matter, well, it does. That's the only reason why you're here. Otherwise, you just need evangelists and assassins. Bobby Connor says, one to get you saved, the other one to blow your head off. There's nothing to conquer, overcome, you already saved. No, you have prophets to help you go up higher. It's called eagles and apostles, lions with wings to help you go higher to the realm of riches, the realm of Jacob, the realm of Isaac, the realm of Abraham, the realm of Enoch, the realm of Elijah. Elijah went up, Jesus went up. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Are you going up? Are you insisting on eating false bread and then self-justifying saying, I'm reading my Bible? Like I'm obeying Joel's bar. I, I listen to the prophets. I'm doing the stuff. Man, the dimension you're in is not even the dimension that the word comes from. You understand that? So what you're doing is you're putting it through the fig tree and then blaming others for not getting what you expected to happen. And so your your heart fails you because Satan has totally tricked you because you thought your inheritance was in the earthly when it's entirely in the celestial, in the heavenly. And that's what the Bible says. Job 25.3. This is the actual realm of the promised land of the new covenant called the second heavens truth anyhow. Is there any number to his vast celestial armies? Now, celestial is the term for the mid-heavens or the second heavens, which is the promised land where the promises get fulfilled when you conquer the cosmos, overcome the world, written nine times, Revelation 2 and 3. So you're going up against all the iniquity teaching of the charismatic Pentecostal church of the Whore of Babylon. Because they're all completely wrong because it's terrestrial poor interpretation poor we need rich interpretation from above where the word is in the second heavens not where the word ain't in the first heavens so all you have in the first heavens is the blood the spirit and the water to get you up into the second heavens to understand new Torah to get promises prophecies fulfilled in all your lives so you're successful in Jesus Christ that's the only thing we want for you success victory triumph christ always leads us in triumphant victories but where are they they're above you they're within you through you and above you your diaphragm is the connection to the celestial sphere through your diaphragm you connect to the cosmos truth anyhow so in order to have promises prophecies god's will your destiny ever happen at all you will have to be in the realm of promises in the realm of prophecies in the realm of the word of god to hope that it happens in the terrestrial is a needle in the haystack that's why so few prophecies have been fulfilled in your lives and in thousands of others listen guys i know prophecies i've heard it for the prophets the kansas city prophets and I watched them for a decade and I love them and they're my fathers and I honor them. I'm telling you now, but most of them did not come to pass. And in fact, a lot of the prophecies and promises did not come to pass and they, and they died prematurely, usually from terrible sicknesses and diseases. If you study church history, you know that's true because they refused to go up 
into the second heavens, the promised land, where the prophecies actually get fulfilled. Truth anyhow. Yes, thank you for telling us that so all your prophecies can be fulfilled. Amen. See, the enemy does not want you in the promised land. The enemy does not want you in prophecy fulfilled land. He wants you in the earth interpreting Bible in the realm where Jesus called, you'll always have the poor, which was the below world. He says, I'm from above the realm of riches. Jesus was rich. He had a treasurer. He wore a $120,000 seamless garment. That was how much those are worth in those days. It was so rich that only kings wore it. His lifestyle was lifestyle of the rich and he was very famous. So famous, everyone, everywhere had heard of him. Right? You know that's in the word now. Don't look at me like that. It's written in the Bible. Seamless garment, treasurer. Should we go? This will take five years wages to feed these flocks, which means they had that much. They were going to go spend that much in the marketplace. There was nothing poor about Jesus. Nothing. At his birth, scholars say he was given by the wise men following the star of Bethlehem over $55 million at birth. Jesus is not like you at all. He is Messiah. That's Yahweh. Okay, that's God. You had kings coming and worshiping a baby at birth. Nobody worshiped you at birth. Okay? He's God. You're not. Get over it. Now he wants to come and live in you and make you as rich as he is. That's the good news. But you got to yield to this rich Jewish king and you must make him rabbi. If you don't, you're going to be so screwed up as Christians, you'd be better off not being Christians. And that's the truth anyhow. If you make it cultural, you make it about yourself, you make it about your interpretation, your opinion, your knowledge, you will become the enemies of this Jewish king. He wants to be your friend. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone lets me in, I will come into him and fellowship in him, and he will know me, yada, 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 face to face, which is called maturity, which is the correct interpretation of the New Testament, face to face. No longer dimly as reflections and mirrors, now seeing face to face God, Christ Jesus, fully formed in those bodies you're wearing right now. New bodies, they're ever new by you making room for him growing up in you. You can have that same body right now, and it's a celestial body right now, if you're in the celestial realm through obedience to the Spirit of Truth. If you've obeyed Him, you've been raised with Him to where He is, not just theoretically seated with Christ in heavenly places, and then you're poor. I mean, that's evidence that you're not actually walking in those realms or promises at all, zero. And then we make up theology like, oh, well, Jesus was poor. Pakuda, the poor in heart. It's pakuda, means humility, if you read the Bible. Pakuda is the Greek word for poor, and it had nothing to do with money. It's a poverty mentality, a poverty spirit, a poverty principality in the American church, keeping them terrestrial. Satan opposes you. The apostles of God do not. Rise from the dead and be on the mountain of the Holy Spirit, and the top of the mountain, you will learn Torah from Rabbi Jesus. Amen. You will learn from the teacher. You will learn from God. You will learn from the Creator. It ain't going to be just like Christianity is normal. It ain't going to be like doing an internship at Bethel or Morningstar. Sorry, guys. Totally other now. Kingdom age. No longer church age. 
you will go up the mountain and be in heaven. Whether you have a minister or not, you better obey God. You go up the mountain, he says, no ministry for you, buckwheat. You better obey, otherwise you'll lose your salvation. Bing! You're going to hell. The higher things of God require higher levels of responsibility. If you get selfish in the higher things, you're gone. You're better off having never known him than to know him and be disloyal to what he's given you. Truth anyhow. So, to whom is given much, much is required. It is written. What is required of you? The measure you've received Torah. The interpretation of what is written is what's required of you, which means when you come under apostolic, new covenant, mountaintop, glory teaching from the cosmic sphere, your lives are required to you from you this night. Your lives are required of you tonight. Am I going to die? Yes. Yes, you are going to die a horrible, miserable death to the sin, sickness, disease, and selfishness, pride, and lust you've been wrestling in your grave clothes that you've refused to hatch off your spirit in the new creature to come forth through death only. What kind of death? The preaching of the cross. The death of Jesus. To peel off the shells of you to reveal Christ in you in Jesus' name. And each level that's peeled off, you will rise a higher degree on the Holy Spirit's mountain through the earth and through the sky and through the moon and through Mercury and through Venus and through sun and get sun sealed, which is Song of Solomon 8, which is the seal of the mark of the overcomer. And then you don't end there. We want you to go all the way through Mars. We want you to go all the way through Jupiter. And we want you to go all the way through Pluto. And we want you to end up on Saturn and just be incarcerated in the black Saturn and die there. No, we want you to pour out the blood, the water, and the spirit there and bring forth Bina, God's original design for the planetary systems and their powers and angelic abilities. The angels are in these places. Now, here's the verse for it. Job 25.3 Is there any number to his vast celestial armies? Celestial means second heavens. What's second heavens? Don't get more second heavens than Saturn. Y'all know that. Saturn is as second heavens as it gets. But the Bible says he has vast celestial armies right there. To do what? I think we need to take it back from the enemy. You know what the Holy Ghost told me last night? He's like, the only reason why these realms are so paranoid and fearful is because they're the most precious realms to the enemy. The reason why the enemy has cherished Saturn because it's the prized possession of the world. Whoever stands on Saturn as an angel, as a spirit being with their kingdom, rules earth. You understand that? Whoever rules the celestial realm, rules the terrestrial realm. I am from above, you are from below. Jesus Christ, red letters. Whoever stands on... So Satan takes Jesus to a high and lofty mountain... What was that? Took him to the top of the planetary spheres of the solar system. That right there on the wall. That's where he took him. Look there right in the wall. Under the love. It's all the planets. He took him to the top of the planetary spheres and showed him the kingdoms of this world. Bow down and worship me and I will give you the kingdoms of the world. The planetary spheres. Kingdoms, plural. Which means realms and spheres of rulership over the earth. 
That's exactly what the Bible says, and it's accurate interpretation from God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, get stuff, Satan, for it's written, you shall worship the Lord your God alone, and him alone shall you worship. Quoting Deuteronomy. Amen. So you had Torah versus Torah, Satan's Torah, Rabbi Satan versus Rabbi Jesus. Two rabbis on the top of the planetary systems wrestling out doctrine. Just like me wrestling all you every day. Some of you already growing, you're planted and you're growing up. Others just always wrestling and just never teachable. So it's every day with you. It's Rabbi Satan versus Rabbi Jesus Christ. Okay? So that's what the mountain was. Jesus told them to get stuffed. That was the temptation to take the planetary powers before going to the cross. How many Christians go for planetary powers, which is wealth, money, windows of the treasuries of the windows of heaven, Malachi chapter 3, I will open to you all the celestial abilities. Right? So these celestial cosmic powers and abilities, I will give to you. And we're just like, okay, I'll have an inheritance. Successful business. The most beautiful wife. The most uh, richest husband. Right? Isn't that what gets most people? The husband, the wife stuff? Usually, yeah. Truth anyhow. Or it's like a ministry. I will give you the ministry. I'll give you a million followers. It's always from these celestial powers that the temptations of the fallen angels come to you people. Truth anyhow. If you be like Jesus, Get stuff, Satan, you offer me the whole world. I will say no to all of it. And yes to my father. Then you actually begin getting rewards. And you don't get the whole world like was offered to you. And you wouldn't have got it from Satan anyway. He's a liar. He's a liar. You'd forfeit your soul. you go to hell forever. So you lose everything. So that's why temptation is stupidity. But we're very dull and so we often do stupid things. That's why we need the blood and the water when we're in the earth to rise up and stay clean. To stop listening to demons and devils and obeying temptations of the evil one. Amen. Deliverance means ascension through God's way. Obedience to his celestial commandment. Now, when you rise up into these realms, it's not just, oh, breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. It's persecution, misunderstanding, like on a different level. And the ones that really love God are revealed. And the ones that are selfish goons that only love themselves, they're revealed. Because it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. you got a lot of people that are only in it for themselves. And when you go up into the sun, all that light emanating from you reveals their crooked hearts, their crooked minds, their perverse flesh, their demonic influences, their demonic fathering, their fig leaves, their fig fruit, their fig roots, their fig coverings. I mean, it's... The whole kingdom of hell of demons and fallen angels, evil spirits, and Cain's flesh, which is all rebellion, bound in Cain's flesh, which is hell. Hell was created inside rebellion. It was created inside Cain's flesh, inside Esau's flesh. It's inside the hearts of the first family of disobedience who made the fallen angels their fathers and their mothers. Hell is a very real place, and you go inside those men and inside those women that chose an inheritance with those angels that left their posts in heaven. Okay? So that's that whole realm, and it's the whole world you deal with since birth, and it's 
all murderers, it's all adulterers, it's all liars, it's all fornication, lust, and it's all religion as well. It's, that's why it's so deceiving. It's all religion as well. And it often gets the best of us who are trying to live holy lives consecrated to Jesus Christ and the Father. That's why you need to be exceedingly wise in the great wisdom of Kenan, who had dominion over all Cain's family and his father's which were the devils, all one-third of the fallen angels, and Cain's offspring, which the Bible says in the book of Jasher, was all the demons and all the evil spirits in the whole world. So there is an ability called being wrapped in the clothing of the Son of Righteousness, where you have dominion over all the demonic, over all the fig tree, and that's where we're going this season in Red Letter Ministries, getting sun-sealed as cosmic overcomers with celestial abilities with discernment which is great wisdom against Cain's fathers and Cain's mothers and Cain's brothers and sisters which is all the carnality of all the false all the wicked wicked flesh wicked women and wicked men and their offspring which are all the demons and all the evil spirits you will have wisdom that is superior it rules over all of that and that wisdom is the clothing of the sun s-u-n truth anyhow moving on he will draw up the drops of water they distill rain from its celestial stream behold the river of the second heavens not satan's river the river of life. Revelation 22, I saw the Lamb of God with the river of life proceeding from it in the third heaven. Where did it go through? The Bible tells you in Revelation 22, through the second heaven. Through the planetary systems of cosmic power and ability over the earth. That's where the celestial river flows. It flows right through Uranus. It flows right through Neptune. It flows right through Saturn. It's like an ice dam until the sons of God manifest there and pour out the blood and the water and the spirit from the earth as overcomers. Until you rise up and pour out the blood and water, you're going to have the enemy ruling this world. Do you understand that? Crystal clear overcomer teaching now. In the earth, you have the blood and the water, which means you are an earthen vessel. Earthen vessel. Your overcoming for promises is outpouring the blood and water and spirit of Jesus Christ, not you at all, upon the moon first this is where all y'all need to go first we have less than five people in rlm pioneering forerunning apostolic ministry chief apostolic ministry of the whole world less than five even on the moon okay which means that we're not yet even cosmic the teaching and the preaching of righteousness is only cosmic and celestial so when you hear the word from above you go up there and your invitation is by the spirit in you holy ghost and the blood of Jesus in you, cup of the new covenant, and the living water, constantly washed and cleansed. So those three are working in the earth. And what's the earth? In your hearts, in your flesh. Truth, anyhow, you have that. Believe it. It's working. The spirit, the water, and the blood are on earth. And you are the earth that they are on and in. Truth, anyhow. Now, as the blood and the spirit and the water are yielded to with your mind and your outer man and your behavioral repentance constantly changing your mind, renewing your mind to yielding to his spirit and his blood and his water within, you get cleaner and cleaner and that's how you go up upon the moon. Amen. And then you'll go up even higher 
and you'll find the path of lightnings, the path of the angels. You will see angels ascending and descending. What happens when you are a worker at the end of the age, ascending and descending? You find the path of angels. This is the path of all angels, good angels and bad and ugly angels as well. But as you rise up, you get rid of the bad and the ugly. That's why you have to confront the Canaanites in Canaan. Filled with giants, y'all. We're like grasshoppers in their eyes. I can't go up against the Bilderberg group and the Freemasons and the Scottish Rite of British Parliament and 500-year-old Freemasonry of London, England and uh, the Jewish Mafia and the Christian Mafia and the Muslim Mafias and all the sorcerers of all the nations. They're going to eat me up. No, the the blood of Jesus eats everything up. Your God is an eating up God and eating up blood and water and spirit fire. So Jesus doesn't lose. He's victorious. The issue is, have you used him practically against the sorcerers of Babylon like Moses and Aaron in snake battles? You guys are in gladiator school. Are you going to die or are your spiritual enemies? Right? Are you going to die or are your enemies going to die? You're in gladiator school, y'all. Truth, anyhow, this is a fight to the death. Your life is on the line every breath you breathe every beat of your heart. The issue is, we want you to overcome. These are the areas you learn and become very powerful, and I weaponize you with lightning swords so you can be more than conquerors. That's my job, to arm the armies of the living God and make you greater soldiers of faith, to fight demons, devils, evil spirit, and sinners and false brethren. The New Testament, this is where the demons really got the charismatic church bad. This is one of the main strongholds. We don't wrestle against flesh. Total false teaching. The Bible says we wrestle wrestle against flesh, not only flesh, only, but principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, spiritual wickedness, and heavenly places. We wrestle not against flesh only, which means mostly flesh, but also principalities, powers, thrones, spiritual wickedness, and heavenly places. That stronghold is so fierce. We wrestle against flesh and blood mostly. We mostly wrestle against flesh and blood. And that's where the stronghold, the main stronghold of Satan is. You can feel that right in here. (laughs) The main stronghold of Satan is we wrestle not with flesh and blood only, which means mostly. But we also, a little bit, wrestle with principalities, powers, thrones, dominions. That's actually what Ephesians 6 says in the Greek. It's literally exactly what it says in the apostles writings that doctrine of demons has allowed false brethren false false sisters false brothers false love workers of iniquity fornicators witches and warlocks selfish twice dead warlocks balaams all these wicked witches of the charismatic false prophet to work in the church and we never blame the flesh we never blame the brother or sister it's the devil And there's no accountability, no responsibility, and no discipline, no scourging, no Christianity. There's no kingdom there. It's all fake and false. God is going to purge the church of wicked flesh and wicked blood claiming to be Christian. That's the number one problem is false brethren. Number one. Not two, one. Two be grinding at the mill, one taken, one remain. So what makes you not false brethren? Obedience to the blood, spirit, and water rising to eat the heavenly word where the word is in heaven where we are one in the second heaven, the celestial sphere. Father, spirit, and 
the word are one in the celestial sphere. It is written. Now, some of you have principalities assigned to you. You can feel it in this place. <laughs> and there's intense opposition to this teaching. So your body is so filled with fig leaves and fig seed and fig fruit that the devil is actually using you against Christ, against the apostles. It's true. And they're in this room. And you oppose the things of God and you're completely off. And so for you, I'd counsel, just go to the cross and start over because you're connected to the wrong cosmic tree. You're connected to the wrong angels. And you just go to the cross, that old rugged cross, and just repent of your witchcraft and your sorceries of the fig tree, its leaves covering you, its fruits, its roots, its branches, and its trunk. And its trunk is the very throne of Lucifer. And that's why it's just, there's a lot of opposition to this teaching tonight, but we're dealing with it. We're going to burn it up. It's important to bring it all into the light. Everything whispered in secret, shouted from the rooftop, everything hidden in darkness, brought into the light. The light of what? The light of the New Testament. The light of Rabbi Jesus teaching on the mountaintop of the Holy Spirit in the second heavens. From the mountain that he got an inheritance from, not from the devil, but from his Father who gave him the world, co-heirs with Christ, who fills the universe with his Spirit. The universe and everything in it, every star, every planet, every moon, every bit of gold and diamond and silver belongs to Jesus Christ of Nazareth 100% and nobody owns anything else. You don't own anything. The devil doesn't own anything. The Bible says Jesus Christ, by dying on the cross, purchased everything in it. Now the test is being stewards when he went away. The management of everything that's his, the king of Israel, the king of the Jews, this rich, all-powerful Jewish king who's a man like me and you, in flesh like me and you, who is literally the ruler and the inheritor of all the cosmos. This time is a testing to see how much of his inheritance you get forever. Whether it be zero, which you fig trees get zero, curse that tree, throw it into the fire, it is written. Or his tree of life, by reproducing his word in its Shekinah, and the measurement of Shekinah through the reproduction of his word is how much of this world that he created by his Shekinah word, Torah, new Torah, Jesus Christ, Yad, He, Vav, He, Elohim, Jesus Christ, creator of all of heaven and all of earth and all days, head and ancient of days. So the only thing right now that all of y'all are getting tested in is how much of his inheritance in this universe you get. The Bible says he will take everything from the rich. Everything. Now, if you are terrestrial and have acquired great wealth and have not paid your wages to the true kings that are the apostles, you are a thief and a robber. James 5, and you'll be punished like pigs. That's what the Bible says. You'll be slaughtered like pigs in the day of slaughter. James 5, New Torah. Woo! Americans don't like that verse. Especially middle class Americans. 
that are the richest over the third world nations. It's not like you're millionaires, all of you, although some of you are. <laughs> but God will hold you responsible most of all for the advancement of the kingdom because you have the most ability to advance the kingdom. Truth anyhow. Now, if you're paying wages, God's going to increase you. God's looking for stewards and businessmen that he can turn up, but he hasn't found much faithfulness. They usually get into greed and selfishness. They get into family idolatry, like their children are more important than God's children, which is called Jesus Christ, the child of God. Right? Here's the litmus test if God can trust you. Are your kids more important than God's kid? Financially. Financially right now. That's why he can't trust you with anything. Because you haven't made God's kid, Jesus, the kid of God, right? The child of God, the holy child Jesus, more important financially, financially than your own children. Until that happens, you're idolaters. God can barely use you. Now, that's a true word of prophecy. That is a true level of commitment as a kingdom person. Doesn't mean God's going to drain your bank account. He wants to turn it up. You're draining God by being thieves of God, by limiting God by your unbelief and your doubt and your opinions about him because of your lack of Torah. Paul called it his gospel, his Torah. This is my gospel, my Torah. I'm a rabbi. I'm a teacher in Christ who teaches through me through a hollowed vessel. New covenant, true apostolic ministry. I do my part. I do my job. You do your part. You do your job in obedience to the blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel and the living water that cleanses and washes and keeps you clean, keeps your conscience crystal clear and sparkling. If you're in the water at all, you have a clear conscience. If you're convicted in a dirty conscience, you've forsaken the water. You're living in the dry air place. You've chosen Egypt. Now you're looking for God to bless you in Egypt. Now you're practicing paganism fig tree, false Christianity. Repent, return to the river and be there. There is a great river flowing in the celestial realm. Job 36, 27, crystal clear and sparkling. Drink from it tonight. Psalms 19, 1. The celestial realms. Can we just say that? Celestial realms? The celestial realms announce God's glory. So where does the announcement or the teaching and preaching of the word, what's an announcement? The bringing forth of the daily bread comes only, Psalms 19.1, from the celestial realms. That's Bible now, don't look at me like that. Psalms 19.1, the celestial realms, in the voice translation, which is exactly what it says in Hebrew, the cosmic heavenly sphere, the celestial realms, announce God's glory the skies testify of his hands great work see how it comes down from the father of lights who adds the shadows to it men and women do Psalms 19 5 what a heavenly home God has set for the sun S-U-N which is also S-U-N that you'll figure out later on when you're clothed in it shining in the superdome of the sky See how he leaves his celestial chamber each morning. Radiant as a bridegroom, ready for his wedding. What's the wedding? Going into the sun, guys. Being sun married. Where's the wedding of the lamb? Sun. 
S-U-N, sun clothes. That's the wedding garments of the marriage supper of the Lamb. Clearly written in the word, no. And the workers of iniquity, the iniquity gets burned off and nakedness of the fig trees revealed, which is, it's going to get ugly out there, guys. They've clothed themselves in the wrong tree in the garden. When you're clothed in the sun, you reveal all the goats, all the tares, all the false brethren, all the false sisters, all the false prophets, all of it. I mean, that's why we're persecuted in regular ministries. You understand that? That's the only reason why. I reveal your works are evil. Truth, anyhow. Wear cosmic sun garments and practice righteousness with me. Amen. It's an invitation to the marriage supper of the Lamb to be clothed in all the Shekinah of the S-U-N Jesus Christ. And you'll figure that out later when you obey the Holy Ghost where you're at today. Isaiah 24, 21. I just got 250 more verses. And in that day the Lord will visit and punish the host. That's good, isn't it? And in that day the Lord will visit and punish. Just say punish. punish. Oh, we're excited about that, huh? <laughs> I like the praise songs of, about punishment. <laughs> Why? It's only going to punish sin, transgression, iniquity. What are you hiding from? It's only going to punish demons, devils, evil spirits, and Cain. It's only going to punish darkness. If you love light, you love the punishment towards darkness because it just means more of God, less of Satan. Let's go. Come on now. Truth anyhow. Amen. Amen. Okay. Where is this written? Isaiah 24, 21 in the Amplified Classic. And in that day the Lord... Jesus Christ, Yad He, Vav He, Seveat, which means the master of all angel armies, captain in chief, he's going to punish the host of the high ones. That's Samael and Lilith, the king and queen of all demons, right? On the high, the most holy and high heaven of heaven, celestial beings. This is interesting here. <clears throat> Amplified Classic. I want to deal with this right now. Yeah, do it. Okay. Isaiah 24, 21. And in that day, the Lord Jesus Christ will visit and punish the host, which is angels, of the high ones on high, the host of heaven in heaven, celestial beings, and the kings of the earth on the earth. So all the fallen angels in the second heavens get punished and their host bodies down on earth punished into the lake of fire. That's the promise we want from the promised land. How do you think we get that one, guys? Somebody goes up into the celestial realm and says, this territory belongs to Jesus. I have put the flag of Red Letter Ministries on Uranus. Amen. Isaiah 26, 19. Your dead will live. Their dead bodies will rise. You who lie in the dust, awake and shout for joy. For your dew is a dew of celestial light. Heavenly, supernatural. And the earth will give birth to the spirits of the dead. 
Talking about everything that can hatch, be hatched. The revealing of all men's hearts. I want to birth Jesus. We'll make sure you only have his word in your hearts. When the sun comes into the earth and shines seven times brighter, you're going to birth and hatch the fruit to whatever spirit you're connected to with those bodies right now. And nothing you can do can hide you or protect you from it. Truth in Him. That's why we want to be perfect now. Especially if you're walking with us, Rebecca and I, who are pioneering this for the whole planetary system. Which means you're the first ones to be exposed. The first ones to be revealed. And you just keep letting it burn off and be judged off so that Christ can be revealed in you. Right? If you don't let Christ be revealed in you, all it's going to be is demons. Have you learned that yet? Unless you let Christ grow in you, all you're going to grow in is sin. Christ must grow. You must go. Amen. Where? Get out of the way and give your body to Jesus today. Yield and let layers and peels come off your spirit. Layers and peels come off your soul. Layers and peels come off your blood. Layers and peels come off your organs and your flesh and your bones and your marrow. Loose in Jesus' name. Deliverance angels, go. Help these people be delivered from all the layers of spirit, soul, and flesh for Christ to be revealed through them. It's the manifestation of the sons of God. It's the revealing of Jesus Christ, a.k.a. the apocalypse. That's what apocalypse means. Amen. All right. Daniel 8.8 Then the billy goat It's going to get good here. Swelled to an enormous size. It's called pride through cosmic teaching, but no cross. At the height of its power, its immense horn broke off, and four other big horns sprouted in its place, pointing to the four points of the compass, like the Masonic symbol broken in this place, broken in the human race, broken in the heavens and the earth. Come on now. Breaking the Masonic Compass Ministries Worldwide International. Yes. And then from one of these big horns, another horn sprouted. It started small, but then grew to an enormous size, facing south and east toward lovely Palestine. The horn grew tall, reaching to the stars. So you know your enemies are up there. Every paranoid Pentecostal believes that. Reaching to the stars, the heavenly army, and threw some of the stars to the earth and stomped on them. It even dared to challenge the power of God. <laughs> Using sorcery to protect themselves from the power of God. How do we take down the Death Star shield, Luke Skywalker? How? I'm so glad you asked. You take that body you're in right now, fill it by faith with the blood, the water, and the Spirit of Jesus, and you go up the heavenly path of lightnings through the moon and the sun and all the planets in your solar system and you be an outpouring of the blood and the water of Jesus Christ's death. Then the Death Star shield comes down. Then the sorcerers, the pedophiles, all the wicked, the elites of Babylon the Great, the rich, the Bilderberg, the Freemasons, the daughters of the Eastern Star, all the witches of politics, all the witches of religion are totally purged from planet earth 
That's how you do it. But you can't do it unless you take down their shield. Understand sorcery is the shield against the power of God. How do you take out their shield? You have to pour the blood and water of Jesus on the moon. The moon shall be turned to blood. Joel's army. Scripture now. The moon we turn it. Why? Because you poured the blood of Jesus on it as an overcomer. Revelation 12, 1, standing on the moon. Amen. And then you can go up from there once each planet is covered in the outpouring of out of your belly flows rivers of the blood and the water and the spirit of Jesus Christ. It is written John 7, 38. Not just for the terrestrial. That's capped off. That's church age madness now. That'll all get burnt up in the celestial. In the celestial, which is the realm of of all the holy angels. Amen? Because once you go up there, the bad ones are judged. And you take the spheres. Truth anyhow, it even dared to challenge the power of God. Prince of the celestial army. So what's the power of God? Daniel 8.8 They tried to challenge in the stars, this is scripture now, in the stars, the power of God. They challenged the prince of the celestial army, Daniel 8, 8, it is written. And then he, it threw out daily worship and desecrated the sanctuary as judgment against their sin. The holy people of God got the same. So it's the total opposite, opposition to celestial Jesus, risen Christ. And having just terrestrial Jesus, dead Christ, they can control like a stuffed animal. Truth in him. Daniel 10.13 But the prince of the kingdom of Persia was standing in opposition to me for 21 days. Then behold, Michael, one of the chief of the celestial princes, came to help me, for I had been left there with the kings of Persia. Where did the power come from? Michael, where? In the celestial second heaven's dimension so the archangels are there too guys that's really good for us John 1 2 we'll end with this talk about this more tomorrow John 1 2 this celestial word remained ever present with the creator this celestial word Scripture, John 1, 2, in the voice translation. It's exactly what it says in Greek. This celestial word remained ever present with the Creator. Amen. So we're going up to Jesus, which means we're going up to the Rabbi's word in the second heavens. There you become as terrible as a host with banners upon Saturn, Neptune, and Uranus in you wearing celestial bodies. In Jesus' name, amen. Holy Ghost, thank you for a people that will pay the wages of the workers. James 5. Should we read that? That is like the best scripture about finances in the New Testament. 
Hey, you rich folk. Misery is on its way, so cry and moan, because you will watch your riches rot before your eyes as the moths devour your fine clothes. Okay, pay attention now. Your stockpile of silver and gold is tarnished and corroded, and this rust will stand up in the final judgment and testify against you. It will eat your flesh like fire and become a permanent and painful reminder that you have hoarded your wealth through these last days. All of the sin here of having money is found in these verses. Withholding the wages of the workers, celestial workers. Listen, you held back, verse 4, James 5, 4, listen, you held back a just wage, a righteous wage, from the laborers who mowed your fields. And that money is crying out against you, demanding that justice be done. Amen. Understand, withholding finances from the apostles, overcomers, realm apostles, the penalty is death. That's what we just read. Do you see that? The pen, it's the death penalty for withholding money from those who mow your grounds. In Jesus' name. Amen. Together and running over 
Yeah.